You're listening to L-Town Radio, the Livingston Library Podcast. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the February 2023 episode of L-Town Radio, the Livingston Public Library Podcast. I'm Joe from the Adult Services and Acquisitions Department. We took a brief break from the podcast last month to recover from the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, but we're back on track, and we even have a revamped version of our theme song. Anyway, coming up in the show, Annie and Victoria from our Teen Advisory Board will tell us what they have planned for the coming year. Plus, the head of our Adult Services and Acquisitions Department, Jessica, will fill us in on some of the most anticipated books headed to our shelves in February. And Hong Mei will tell us a little about feng shui and play a clip of some feng shui music to help bring us a little more inner balance and peace to our lives. But first, because we've just started a new year, that also means that our town of Livingston has a new mayor. As you may know, unlike many other towns and cities, Livingston doesn't elect a new mayor every few years. Rather, we elect members of our town council every couple years, and the Council then selects among its members a mayor and deputy deputy mayor to serve in those positions for each new year. So for 2023, our new mayor will be Michael Vieira, a 14-year resident of Livingston who was first elected to town council in 2019 and before that served as a transportation administrator for Essex County for over 30 years. And earlier this year, Mayor Vieira was kind enough to sit with me in the library's local history room to talk about what his priorities and aspirations are for Livingston in 2023, as well as to share his thoughts about our library's role in the community. And of course, since we are a library, he also talked a bit about the kind of books he likes to read. And to be honest, I didn't expect that we would bond over our shared affinity for reading autobiographies of professional wrestlers, but that was a very pleasant surprise. Anyway, without further ado, here is part one of my interview with Livingston Mayor Michael Vieira. So I'm sitting here with the new mayor of Livingston, Michael Vieira. Thank you so much for joining us. And oh, thank you very much. Congratulations on your new position. Great, thank you. Um, so I guess I'll start with a question um, we probably are most interested in as uh, the Livingston community. What are your top priorities and aspirations for the Livingston community in 2023? Great. Uh, thank you for having me. And I, I am very honored to be mayor for uh, this year in 2023. Um, our form of government is a, a council manager form. So what we do is every year we, we rotate the mayors. So I have the honor this year of, of being mayor. But the, some of the, um, the things that I want to accomplish this year, uh, some of the harder decisions actually that we have to accomplish, you know, we have uh, issues with our town pools that has to be addressed. Uh, those are issues that have not been addressed uh, in previous years. Um, so what I, kind of problems specifically? Well, it, it looks like um, we have a, a two pools right now in our town. Um, Really, the, the question is, do we really need two pools? Are we a, a two-pool town any longer? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of residents that are coming into Livingston uh, putting swimming pools in their backyards. So the membership at the pools are decreasing. Um, where the pool should be self-sustaining, that we call it a utility. And really, um, at the end of the year, um, the, the utility is coming to the town asking for uh, subsidies because it couldn't make budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the bigger problem is that um, one of the pools, Northland in particular, 
um, needs a lot of work. It's been band-aided together for a very long time. There's been talk about having a new pool complex in town. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, the council has just been kind of pushing it off a little bit. And this year, we can no longer push it off. Mm -hmm. um, last year, we put in a new motor in the pool, which ended up blowing the electricity. Oh. So this year, um, the thought was, well, we could put uh, a new uh, electrical system in, but will that blow the new motors? And anyway, by the time that work is all said and done, we're at the end of the summer. Mm -hmm. So um, we decided that we were going to close Northland Pool this year. And during this year, we're going to decide what we're going to do in the future. Whether it, uh, one of the ideas is um, definitely a new pool complex. Where it's going to be, we're not sure. We have Haynes uh, that everybody thought would be uh, a great uh, place to have a pool complex. Although that we're learning that there's not much expansion. There's a well over there that uh, we can't build upon. The new PFAS so water treatment center is going to be built over there. So, you know, we have to look for a, uh, a new location for a, uh, a pool complex. It could be Northland. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of land over in Northland, uh, even for a, uh, a new recreational center, possibly. Oh, wow. So one of the ideas that uh, I already told the council is that we have to get input from the community. Uh, so hopefully sometime in the near future, um, by March, April, um, the town council can call a meeting where we can get the public uh, to come out and tell us what they would like to see uh, in a new pool complex. So that, that's one of the harder decisions that that uh, we're going to have to make. And we've already made the hard decision about closing uh, the pool because uh, Jen Walker, who's in charge of our camps and recreation, she needed to get the pool membership applications out, uh, and she needed to get the camp applications out. And that all had to deal with, well, do we have one or two pools? So at least now she knows that, that she's dealing with one pool and she could work uh, her camps around that. Um, one of the other also um, things I want to do this year is uh, our council has always been transparent to the community. Um, maybe just we haven't shown uh, as much of how transparent we are. So what I've done is uh, I've changed some of our meetings and how they're conducted. Um, our meetings are three parts usually. One is a conference meeting, which is our work meeting. The other is our regular meeting, which gets uh, shown on uh, social media and is recorded, and that's where we get uh, most of the business done. And then we go into closed sessions sometimes when we have to talk about contracts or, or legal negotiations, and, and the public is not uh, privy to, to those conversations until decisions are made. Then we can come back to the public and tell them what was in closed session. But what I'd like to do is, uh, and we're starting it at the next council meeting on January 23rd, is um, having the closed session first. Instead of being last, it can be first. So in the event that anything is decided, we can tell the public why we went into closed session and um, the results of what, what uh, occurred in closed session. Um, whereas right now, at the end of the meeting, we don't see the public for another two weeks after that. Mm -hmm. So if we can get that done right away, um, also, at the conference meeting, which is not uh, recorded, the council does a lot of work. Uh, we talk about a lot of um, things that are going on in town. Um, what I ended up doing was I brought that portion of the meeting out to the regular uh, portion of the meeting where it gets recorded. Mm -hmm. So at least the town residents know what's going on, what, what events are being held, what good things the town is going through. Um, at least they could hear it on social media. And uh, we did that um, the first meeting that we had two weeks ago, and I got a lot of good feedback that, um, that uh, people were very happy that now they can hear us doing that. Um, 
something else I want to do this year is um, when I was uh, sworn in as mayor, I dedicated my, um, my mayorship to the community in general. We have a great community. We, we have a community of, you know, of volunteers, organizations. You know, you have Livingston Neighbors Helping Neighbors. You have Kiwanis. You have Rotary. You have um, the Lions Club. You have the Horseneck Motorcycle Club, the Diamondback Motorcycle Club, the Chinese Association. I can go on and on. You have uh, the, uh, the, the churches, uh, the synagogues that are so active. And what I want to do is I want to bring them and, and recognize them at town council meetings so at least they can do a presentation and get out to the community what good they do, mm-hmm. um, whether they're, they're somebody that would like to make a donation but don't know how to. Let us know, uh, Livingston Neighbors Helping Neighbors. If you're, if you're short food in your pantry, tell us at least uh, as soon as it goes out on social media, we can actually, the food will start coming in, guaranteed. We've done that before. So I want to kind of highlight all those those community organizations this year that do so much for our community and outside our community, too. A lot of them do go outside our community. We, we have one person who works with Livingston Neighbors Helping Neighbors, Nick Santinelli. Mm-hmm. Nick makes seven trips a day down to Newark, seven days oh, wow. a week bringing food. He collects food from all over, uh, leftover restaurants and everything. And he goes and he picks that food up and he brings it down to Newark seven times a day. And, and and by the time he gets down there, you know, there's lines of people waiting for him. And those are those are the things that the residents of Livingston need to know about, the good things that people do in, in this town. We'll be back with more of my interview with Mayor Vieira in just a moment. But first, let's take a short break to hear from Annie and Victoria of the Livingston Library's Teen Advisory Board to tell us what they have planned in 2023. Hi, this is Annie. And I'm Victoria. We're two members from the Livingston Public Library um, Teen Advisory Board, and we're super excited to update you on what we're working on. As a group, we brainstorm and plan ideas for clubs and programs for the library. In the past, we've held teen movie and game nights, and we've started a crochet club. Coming up, we're hosting an art club, a book club, and, you know, a mansion product drive. It's nice to have a space where we can share our ideas and make fun programs to get teens involved at the library. If you're interested in learning more about us or to get updates on what we're working on, please follow us on at teens on Instagram. Thank you, Annie and Victoria. And now here's part two of my interview with Mayor Michael Vieira. So last year there was supposed to be the Welcome to Livingston Committee, uh, which you mentioned had to be delayed because of COVID, and now it's, uh, you said it's going to be uh, going forward this year. So what can you tell us about uh, the plans for that committee? So uh, yes, it was supposed to be uh, started last year, but with COVID messing everything up, uh, you know, I'm hoping that this year I'll be the first mayor in, in three terms that 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 has 12 months of COVID free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy Fernandez started the year off and um, he ended up having to go to Zoom meetings on um, in, in March of 2020. 2021, uh, Sean Klein ended up uh, doing uh, his entire term on, uh, on Zoom. And last year, Ed Meinhard, who was mayor, uh, started the year off, and I think around April, or we ended up uh, going back to, to live meetings. So hopefully this year we, we get everything, uh, no Zoom meetings mm-hmm. and, and everything in person. But uh, the, the Welcome to Livingston Committee was supposed to start last year, but because of COVID, we, we just kind of post, pushed it back. 
Um, so we are starting this year. So the Welcome to Livingston Committee was originally out of one of our committees called Division 2020, and it was called the Welcome Wagon. But, you know, COVID really had stopped that. Um, and our, our new residents weren't being welcomed with any packages or, or anything because nobody was meeting. Mm-hmm. So the council decided to take that subcommittee and make it its own committee where we can actually put packets together, reflect in the community. Um, even as little as when, do, when does this area put out their garbage? A new resident may not know that. Mm-hmm. When I was a new resident, I didn't know that. Um, when are council meetings? How do you um, sign up to vote? Um, What's the library about? How do I sign up for the library? Um, how do I sign up for a volunteer organization? What restaurants are in town? So we're, we're gonna the, the committee's gonna meet and we're gonna put together what we think is a great welcome packet and hand deliver it to um, the residents and welcoming them to to uh, their new community. And then hopefully by the end of the year um, in September October, um, it used to be called a a uh, a new residence picnic, but I think uh, September, October, we can bring it inside and maybe have some sort of get together with the community, with the new residents, and with with um, having tables, display tables from all the organizations um, that are involved in Livingston. As I said, Livingston Neighbors Help Neighbors, Rotary, Kiwanis. Uh, so in case anybody wants to join those committees, Sanskriting, mm-hmm. um, the library. And then also volunteer groups. So we could have a lot of tables around so people could just walk, pick up information. And, and the thought is, and we haven't had our meeting yet, but one of the thoughts is, is also having uh, our restaurants there to promote our businesses. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm looking forward. Uh, hopefully in the next two weeks or so we can get our first uh, um, initial meeting going and uh, we'll take it from there. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so before you served on the Livingston Town Council, uh, you worked for many years as a transportation administrator for Essex County. Uh, are there certain aspects of that experience that have helped you in your work here in Livingston? And do you have any transportation-related initiatives uh, in mind for Livingston during your term? So um, I've worked for the County of Essex uh, this year with 35 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I was going to last five years there. It was just a, uh, a job that I, I just a... Uh, a job, and then when I get another job, I'll, I'll go on. But 35 years later, uh, I, I'm in a job that I love. I'm the director of uh, uh, special transportation services uh, for the county of Essex. Uh, what that is is um, we provide transportation for senior citizens, people with disabilities, and the economically disadvantaged. Um, Essex County Services is the only service that actually statewide runs 24 hours a day. So I'm very proud of that, and even President Obama during one of his speeches mentioned our program specifically oh, wow. by name. That was, that was kind of really mm-hmm. cool. But um, being in government so long, um, you know, it kind of helped me when I got on the council in 2019. I kind of knew how government worked. It wasn't where I was coming in as a brand new council person having to learn everything. I actually knew a lot of um, what was going on. I knew what ordinances were, I knew what resolutions were. Um, I knew how to uh, work on grants. Um, we applied for grants. We wrote uh, contracts. So, you know, being the director of transportation, working for the county, prepared me for my role as, as a councilman. And, um, you know, as, as the director of transportation, whenever um, our, se- our Livingston senior uh, vehicles are either down or need assistance, uh, Essex County is always there to help them, just like we are with every other municipality in uh, in Essex. And we also run the uh, 
the Livingston shuttle. Um, as everybody will tell you that there's no train station in Livingston, and there never will be a train station in Livingston. Mm -hmm. The closest train station is uh, in South Orange. And uh, many years ago, probably 10 years ago, um, the Vision 2020 committee put together a Livingston shuttle from the, um, the Livingston Mall down to the um, South Orange train station for employees going to, to work mostly in New York. Mm -hmm. And that was highly successful. And, and uh, one day they came to Essex County because Essex County wasn't running it for them and said, hey, here's our budget. Um, can you do better? Well, we did a lot better. And uh, still to this day, we are uh, working with uh, Livingston and running that shuttle for them uh, five days a week, uh, six o'clock in the morning uh, to about nine o'clock, and the reverse commute, uh, four o'clock to about nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am bringing uh, transportation into Livingston oh. also. We'll be back in a moment with the final installment of my interview with Mayor Vieira, where we'll hear about his thoughts on the role that the library plays in our community as well as what some of his favorite books are and what he's excited to read next. But first, let's hear from Jessica, the head of our Adult Services and Acquisitions Department, to tell us about some of the most eagerly anticipated books headed our way in February. Hello, L-Town Radio listeners. Are you looking for some new books to add to your to-read list this February? Mark your calendars for these titles set to be released this month. Please note that descriptions are taken from, from the publisher. Someone Else's Shoes by Jojo Moyes, February 7th. A story of mix-ups, mess-ups, and making the most of second chances, this is the new novel from number one New York Times best-selling author Jojo Moyes, author of Me Before You and The Giver of the Stars. Who are you when you are forced to walk in someone else's shoes? Codename Sapphire by Pam Genoff, February 7th. A woman must rescue her cousin's family from a train bound for Auschwitz in this riveting tale of bravery and resistance from the best-selling author of The Lost Girls of Paris. More Than Meets the Eye by Iris Johansson, February 7th. New York Times best-selling author Iris Johansson and Roy Johansson team up together for another electrifying thriller that pits a serial killer against Kendra Michaels' heightened power of deduction. Unnatural History by Jonathan Kellerman, February 7th. The most enduring detectives in American crime fiction are back in this electrifying thriller of art and brutality from the number one New York Times bestselling master of suspense. The Porcelain Moon by Janie Chang, February 21st. From the critically acclaimed author of The Library of Legends comes a vividly rendered novel set in World War I France about two young women, one Chinese and one French, whose lives intersect with unexpected, potentially dangerous consequences. Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score, February 21st. New York Times and USA Today bestselling author Lucy Score returns to Knock Em Out, Virginia, following fan favorite Things We Never Got Over with Knox's brother's Nash's story. Your Driver's Waiting by Priya Guns, February 28th. In this electrifying, fierce, and funny social satire, a gender-flipped reboot of the iconic 1970s film Taxi Driver, a rideshare driver is barely holding it together on the hunt for love, dignity, and financial security until she decides she's done waiting. Stars in an Italian Sky by Jill Santalopolo, February 28th. 
From the number one New York Times bestselling author of The Lightly Lost comes a sweeping story of two star-crossed lovers in post-World War II Italy, and a blossoming relationship generations later that will reveal a long-buried family secret. We can't wait to see you at the library to check out these books, and we can't wait to hear what you're looking forward to reading most this February. See you soon. Thank you as always, Jessica. And now here is the third and final part of my interview with new Livingston Mayor Michael Vieira. Can you tell us um, a little about your personal experience with public libraries and how you see them engaging with the larger communities? Yeah, you know what? We have a gem here in Livingston. Um, As soon as we moved into town 14 years ago, uh, my wife actually reads a lot more books than me. Uh, Although she didn't make her goal last year, her goal was 100 books. Uh, She got to 98. Um, (laughs) And um, I I think she owns some stock, definitely, in Barnes & Nobles, but she also Mm -hmm. comes to the library. And when the kids were even smaller, they actually did. That was the first place that she took them was was to the library to get a library card. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it makes a person feel part of the community. This library is a, a gem. It really is. It, it, you know, I, I congratulate every employee and uh, uh, the director, the, the board members. You know what? Even before I, I moved to Livingston, I, there was a, a person I worked with, uh, and he was from Livingston, and he always, uh, he always talked about the Livingston Library, um, and, and uh, you were able to borrow books from other libraries if you didn't have it. I forget what that program was called, but uh, I know that you guys still have it. Um, but, you know, what? I think that if anybody moves into town, the first stop that they should to make is to take a tour of our library. Um, I'm in a room right now that I didn't even know existed. It's the history room. Um, it, it's a beautiful room, and uh, you know I'm sure that there's other parts of the library that I'm not even familiar with. So uh, I'm going to make it a point to to come and, and take a tour here also. But uh, I think that anybody who comes into town uh, brand new, and that's where that Welcome to Livingston Committee will come in, we're definitely going to have some library information in that packet for them. Mm-hmm. Um, this place really is a gem for the community. No, I appreciate you saying that. Um, because we're in a library, I figured I should ask, are there any books you've read recently that you'd recommend to our listeners, or maybe books your wife has read that uh, so I'm, she's I'm not, about? I don't even know what books um, uh, Gabby's reading, yeah. but uh, um, I haven't started this book yet. I'm about ready to. Um, my friend, uh, Assemblyman John McKean, actually gave it to me as a uh, congratulations when I became mayor. And it's um, an Abraham Lincoln book by John Meacham, and it's titled, And There Was Light. Uh, Abraham Lincoln and the American Struggle. So I, I, lo- I love reading about Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not read this book yet. I'm about ready to start it. Although it's, I think this book is going to take me a little bit longer than usual with, with all my... I, I, have, I, I was talking to um, uh, former mayor, last year's mayor, Ed Meinhardt, and, uh, today, and I said, I really have a new appreciation for the role of mayor. Because there is a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know. It's, uh, I've been a councilman for since 2019. This is the first time I was mayor, and you know, you don't realize that there's extra responsibilities. So, uh, I definitely will read the Abraham Lincoln book, um, but uh, it's going to take me a lot longer to to, to finish that book. Mm-hmm. Um, other books that I, I, I read, you know what? I, I love those autobiographies. I was a, a closet wrestling fan. Oh, same here. Since okay. I was so I've come out of the closet, old, yeah, and yeah. Um, and I, I love reading. Um, 
like the wrestler, the wrestlers' uh, autobiographies. Mm-hmm. Like you, you see them on television, but you don't know what's happening in their life. You don't know how they got there. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, Mick Foley's first. Oh my God, is one of one of the greatest books I've yep, ever read. The Andre Giant, <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan. I love those older wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, those are the autobiographies that I, I love to read. I, I have a whole nightstand uh, of just those books. Oh wow! All right. So. All right. Well. Thank you so much. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time, but just to wrap up, is there anything else we haven't talked about that you'd like uh, the community of Livingston to know about yet? No, I just I, I just think that if the, uh, anybody from the community, any of our residents have not visited the uh, Livingston Public Library, you need to. Uh, you need to come here. Just, just Even if you just want to walk around and see what's happening, um, it, it's really for everyone. And when I say everyone, Livingston is a great community. We're, we're, we're a community of diversity and inclusion. We have, uh, oh, my God, different nationalities, different races. Uh, we're full of different cultures, beliefs, and, and religions. And, and the one thing is that we come together as one community, and we support one another. And I think this the, the library is a great place to also come and, uh, and join one another. And, uh, you know, you may even make a new friend. I think I speak for all the staff here at the Livingston Public Library when I say how wonderful it is to hear Mayor Vieira say such nice things about the library. And he's certainly not alone. We're also grateful for how much our patrons enjoy visiting and using the library. And in fact, uh, earlier this year, the head of our youth services department, Gina, spoke with a few patrons who wanted to share exactly what they love about the Livingston Public Library. Can you tell me what you like about the Livingston Library? The fact that we can come and read tons of books and everybody's very friendly. Yeah, Livingston Library is a great place for the kids. And I have three kids. Uh, first one, the middle school. Second one is elementary school. The third one is uh, three years old. They all participate in all the library's program. We always they have so much fun here. And we always have uh, kids, kids stuff in the library. That's very nice for us. It's very helpful. Yes, and all the friends are around and like everybody's in here so we know everyone that's why we love it the library office program the team and uh, elementary school program is all very fun and very uh, valuable and the uh, kitty program is like a music story time this music is cool and we come we dance and they have so much fun they have a baby story times it's all fun all fun programs living some library program is great for all the community Thank you so much to all the patrons who shared what they love about the Livingston Library. And we at the Livingston Library look forward to seeing you around and offering more programs and services for you and your family in the years ahead. Thanks also again to Gina, the head of our youth services department, for her help making that segment possible. Now we're almost out of time for this episode, but before we wrap up, let's welcome Hung Mei from our adult services and acquisitions department back to the show to tell us a bit about feng shui and to share some feng shui music. Hong Mei? Feng shui is a system for arranging your home's interior and your surroundings in harmony and balance with the natural world around you. This is said to help improve your health, wealth, fame, career, relationships, luck, and love with harmony and balance. One great use of feng shui principles is arranging furniture to bring in positive energy. You can read more about these feng shui concepts by searching our feng shui books 
in our library. In addition to reading these books, you can also listen to Fengshui music. Its comedies is said to bring inner balance and peace. Today, we'll listen to a piece of music by the Blue Cliff Ensemble called Fengshui Music for Balance and Harmony. Thank you very much for sharing that, Hongmei. I do feel much more balanced and peaceful after listening to that music. Well, that's about it for this episode of L-Town Radio. Thank you again to our special guest, Mayor Michael Vieira, for stopping by to talk with us. Thanks also to Annie and Victoria from the Teen Advisory Board. And thanks to our young adult librarian, Jason, for his help on that segment as well. Thanks to Jessica, Gina, and Hong Mei for all their contributions to this month's episode. And thanks to all the members of our community for telling us what they love about our library. And of course, thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. I hope you'll tune in again next month. Don't forget, you can listen to and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow any one of our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can read our daily blog at blog.livingstonlibrary.org. And you can visit our new and improved website, livingstonlibrary.org, to search our catalog, browse our events calendar, or use our many, many digital resources 24 hours a day. And of course, we're open seven days a week for all your librarying needs, so I hope you'll come down to see us in person. Until next time, stay safe, stay kind, and stay curious.